Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit comicweb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. We had a bit of a rough time last week and missed our podcast, which means this week you get two episodes of Bold Venture. The first is The Tabard of Pizarro, and the second is The Paul Brewer Story. They aired probably in 1951, but maybe 52. setting of tropical Havana and the mysterious islands of the Caribbean. Bold Venture. and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue. Ah, sailor, now there's a sight that warms the cockles of a man's heart. I tell you. Just sitting here on the beach and watching a girl like that cavort, carefree, gay, look at her. Look at that cartwheel. Just nothing. I've got cartwheels you don't even know about. Well, let me just relax and enjoy the scenery, huh? You know, I think that girl likes me, sailor. You mean her, Alice Markle? You think that's why she's turning cartwheels? I don't knock it. It hits people to... You a buck to take out her laundry and dry cleaning. Well, it's not the dollar, sailor. When she checked into the hotel, I told her such services were gratis. But she wouldn't hear of it, she... Hey, your Alice Markle just took a nosedive. I've got to admit it's late. She looks pretty good with her nose in the sand. Hey, what's the matter with her? She's not moving. Maybe she likes to sniff sand. I've heard about girls. Come on. Miss Marco, are you all right? Help. Sure, give me a hand. Hey, something really is wrong. My father. Take me to my father. Tell it. Hey. Hold it a minute, sailor. Now you can put her down now. Gently. You got any glib words now, kid? This girl is dead. I think it is a bullseye, senor. I know it is. My eyes closed, I know it. I felt it. You enjoy the refinements at our hotel, Senor Ida. The exquisite service, the soft beds, the private pistol range. It's shoddy, it's dull. I've been waiting for you, room clerk. You kept me waiting. I sit down to tea with a girl, poisoner. All you have to do is follow her, but she gets away from you. That's a fault. You let her die in a place we don't know. That's a fault. I'm not ashamed to confess the dead girl was too clever for me. Twenty years I've waited for it. Raked the graves of the world for it. Put classified ads in the papers of the world. Then she brings it to me. You let it slip away. A tabard of the bizarros. Tabard, tabard. I have seen such uh, tabards under the glass in our museum. It is a nightgown w- without sleeves, like l- like a crumbling shroud. For this you kill? I kill. Take a lesson from an old antique dealer. The bizarro brothers wore tabards over their armor when they conquered South America. They spilled their blood in them. And that made them worth the jewels of the world. So Alice Markle teased you with it and died because you wanted it for nothing and locked the secret of its whereabouts in the closet of death. Now I'll find it, Rupert. I'll find it. I'll... You are an interesting man, senor. You desire the starboard as other men desire. <laughs> A very interesting man. <laughs> Late, I want to shake your hand. Well, now, that's mighty decent of you, sailor. Go right ahead. Take any hand you want. And now that we're shaking, why are we? You tell him why, King. 
Give me the hand that's left over, Mr. Slate. I want to shake it. <laughs> what goes on here? A simple matter, Mr. Slate. Inspector Lassar came and went. Asked you questions and you gave him answers. Nobody got mad at nobody. That is why the shaking. Uh, congratulations. And mostly because even Lassar admits you're not involved in the murder of Alice Markham. Okay, okay. Let go of the hands. I, I want to stroke my chin and think of something. Of me? About Alice Markle. You told LaSalle you weren't going to mix in. I told him I didn't know anything about her murder. That's all I told him. A girl, a blonde kid, registers at my hotel and drops dead in front of me. Poison, the medical examiner just told us. Now, why should a thing like that happen? That is a point to consider, Miss Saylor. All right, all right. Look, look, Saylor. The girl died calling for her father. We ought to try to find him. All right, we ought to try to find him. But where? Where are we going to look? You'd start on for sale, Lorca. Well, that's a nice street. Shady, lots of shops. Only why do we start there? Why don't we pick any street at random? When Alice Markle registered, she wrote down this address here. 126 for sale, Lorca. This is a page from the register. You didn't show it to Inspector LaSalle. So you wasted a handshake on me. Want it back, sailor? Or do you want to come along? her home address in a hotel register, and it turns out to be a hat shop. Straw hats, grass hats, bamboo hats. What kind of home is that for a girl's slate? Well, let's ask the sleeping man, shall we? Hey, Chico, wake up. Hey, wake up. <laughs> I wasn't sleeping, tourist. Little eccentricity of mine. I pretend sleep, peek through my hat as the customers walk in, listen to what they have to say. If I like them, I weave them a headpiece. If I don't, I kick them in the shins. Oh, you'll like us, because we like you. Any man who weaves bamboo hats, what's not to like? Besides, uh, ever see shins like mine, hat man? Glory be, never. You just won yourself a free hat, girlie. And for your gent... For her gent, weave some information about a girl named Alice Markle. Alice, you got a right to ask me about her? Yeah. We sat on the beach and watched her die. Now give me the right. Dead? Alice? Dead? Yes. She registered to my hotel. Gave this as her home address. Why? I only tell you, gent, because you seem to have cared for her. For three days, the extra room upstairs was her home. You're a relative? A friend of her father's. A man who was charged with the murder of his wife. A man who was judged insane, buried in stone for 15 years. A man who couldn't give his daughter a home. Where is her father now? I don't know. Maybe he's out. Maybe he's still in the sanitarium. The girl didn't tell me. All she asked was that I give her a place to sleep for a few days because I was once a friend of her father's. Yeah. I'm sorry I crowded your friend. It's just that the girl was beautiful, young, a child. I see you agree, gent. And now perhaps you could do something for her because she's dead. What can we do? I'll show you. Tabard of one of the Pizarro brothers. Close your mouth, Slate. Who wouldn't know a thing like that? It's a what, friend? There are only two in all the universe. Priceless, fabulous. I have them both. Lucky you. Take this one to Robert Hart at the Hotel Pinar del Rio. Ask him if he wants to buy the pair. He'll want. Tell him Jeffrey, the hat weaver, has them both to come to me for the other one. A question, hat weaver. Why should we do that with this, uh, this, whatchamacallum? Because it was a dead girl's wish. You need more reason than that, Slate, Shannon? Look at you, Slate. You're known. The keeper of dead girls' wishes, they call you. You'll live up to it, Mr. Shannon? Yeah, wrap it up. How am I going to look carrying a loose tabard into a hotel? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Cut it out, Hambone. I was just admiring this layout, that's all. Ever seen a swankier hotel than this in all your life? Shannon's place by candlelight. Well, you could put Shannon's place behind that sofa over there and still have room for a polo game. <laughs> Ring the desk bell, Slate. Senor, senorita. Oh, I'm looking for a man named Robert Hart. See, si. uh, it is who looking for him? Me and him. Oh, which is understood. And Why? This time I must ask because Senor Hart has left instructions not to disturb. Oh, tell him it's about a 
Uh, it's about a what, sailor? A tabard. A Pizarro tabard. There, I said it, and it sounds just the way I thought it would. I see. Uh, Senor Hart is at the moment in the gentleman's gymnasium, amusing himself and getting sweaty by uh, bouncing a handball against the wall. Uh, take me to him. Uh, you, with pleasure. Uh, the lady, I'm sorry, is not permitted. Oh, come off it, old boy. I've seen men bounce handballs before. Take a cab back to Shannon's place, sailor. What? Sure, I'll get rid of this, uh, uh, this what? Tabard. Yeah, this tabard. Have a couple of games of handball, a rub down. I could use the exercise. Exercise? Your funeral plate. See you back at Shannon's place. Then your heart. Hey, tear yourself away from it. You have an admirer. Now, don't call me names, kid. Admirer, that amateur? Ha <laughs> ha, wait till you see me on the court. Like the wind, like the wind. Oh, hello. I'm all set you like to wait. That's That's why he brought you to me? Uh-huh. I tickled him under the chin with a tabard. The uh, tabard of Pizarro. Interested? The tabard. Do you have it? Yeah. In this brown paper bag. Regular museum piece, huh? <laughs> Personally, it leaves me limp with cold. Where'd you get it? Jeffrey, the hat man in for sale locker. He says if you want to buy, he's got the other one. They come in pairs, I hear. Like towels, like his and hers. You got expensive tastes and antique bath mats, huh? You lie. You stole it from Alice Markle. You stole it. Cheated me of it. You got sweat in your eyes, Buster. I told you, the hat man. Huh? Alice Markle. You know her, Buster? You know she's dead? I read obituaries. It's a hobby with me. Ramos? I've been waiting for you to ask me. Senor! Uh, hey, what the... It's blow on the back of the throat, senor! He said he was like a wind on the court. A wind. Well, let's take him someplace where he'll blow away. Her fingers for life, but beyond her reach. She called for her father, for her father she died. But on Havana Beach, lovely girl, she died. Mr. Father, so dear, find a straw hat man who did share a tear. He sent Mr. Slate on a delicate mission to sell an antique, but no salesman's commission. He wouldn't have taken it if it had been offered, King. I know he wouldn't. I think he wouldn't. That character, I'll bet he would. No, Lady Sailor, he would not. You are closer to Mr. Slate, better than anyone you know him. All the constellations of the seven seas of sky... Of... You better be handing out pamphlets with a pitch, King. Oh, Lady Sailor, I... Don't forget it, King. Just bothers me that a man can spend so much time showing around a tablet of Pizarro. Perhaps Mr. Slate was seduced by a game of handball. Ha! Add another ha. That gives you ha-ha. I'll put it another way. How long can a man play handball? With Mr. Slate, it could be a career. If all he brings home is a blister, I'll throw it in his face. I'll... Shannon's place, Sailor Duval speaking. Is Mr. Shannon there, Mr. Duval? No, he isn't. Who is this? Jeffrey, the hat weaver. He's still at the Hotel Pinar del Rio. Goes. Personally, I don't believe it. Slate's a cartwheel man. But well, then you'd better come to me. It's important. Something you should know. The hat man's got something every girl should know. Try to keep me away, Jeffrey boy. The joint's yours, King. Do something with it till I bring Slate back. Come on, Shannon. Let's go, boy. That's my boy. Open the baby blues. I want you to take a look around. Get accustomed. Like, for instance, look in your hand. Huh? What? Roll your eyes that way, kid. You're holding a knife. 
and the nice spinning room clerk Ramos to the floor. Oh. Yeah, that's why you clobbered me, huh? For a frame. Killed Ramos and my prints are on the knife. With that thing lying over there on the table, hot. With that piece of burlap, that tabard thing. Let's be prime you first, Shannon. I had to kill the wife of a friend. My partner's wife. Killing Ramos like kissing a dove. That much pain. So get the idea, kid. Wouldn't be any bother at all to scratch you off. Comes back to a piece of burlap on the table. Right. That one, the other one you've got. Oh, I told you a man named Jeffrey has it. I don't know anybody named Jeffrey. You've got it. Tell me where it is, and I wipe the handle of that knife and run. And what makes that tablet worth people's dying? Worth the poisoning of a girl? Worth, worth more lives than you've ever met? The tablet of Francisco Pizarro. Consider it. I've been telling everybody. I wouldn't care if that rag was worn by Tassel's O'Hara. I get nothing. It just don't hit me. Look at it. The coat of arms, shining like some inner light. Yeah? Yeah, I see it. Worn over the steel of the conquistadores. Fabulous. Fabulous. moment, I want to lock this door behind you. Why, Jeffrey, I've never been locked in a hat shop before. If you think you're going to woo me with a mink sombrero, you're a mad hatter if ever I saw one. Let's stop it. You've guessed why I asked you to come, haven't you? I think so. You're Alice Markle's father, aren't you? I saw something in your face when Slate told you Alice was dead. She was my daughter, Mr. Bell. I'm sorry for both of you. But the killing hasn't stopped. You must know that, too. What are you talking about? Where's Slate? Um, don't sigh at me. I asked you a question. Where's Slate? I don't have an idea. And whatever happened to your daughter might have happened to Slate. Your daughter was murdered. And that wasn't enough for you. Robert Hart murdered my wife. I was indicted for it. I spent 15 years in a madhouse for it. What's that got to do he with... He was my partner. And all the time I was in prison, I knew I would kill him when I got out. The light's dawning, Jeffrey. You were trying to get Hart to come to you. You set him your daughter with that tablet to lure him to you. Yes, and he killed her. And then you sent Slate. Now it's my turn to be sorry for you, Mr. Bow. If he's alive... If he's alive, he's someplace in Havana. I'm going to find him. Bye, Jeff. Oh, no. No, I'm coming with you. You know I've got a murder to commit, Mr. Bow. So I can't let you out of my sight. <laughs> Open your eyes, King. The man's back from the dead. Where's Sailor? She's out looking for you. I'm glad she's out. Well, what makes you so glad? She will not see at first hand the bruises pasted upon you in this alleged game of handball. She will not see the bloodstains on your coat, and she will not see... Well, that Sailor shoe was born with a fairy godmother waving a short wand over her. The things that lucky girl won't see firsthand. The, thing... the things that a girl doesn't know about me will never hurt her. Oh, come right on in, Fabina. Don't just stand there with the dry cleaning hanging from your mouth. Oh, I carry the hanger in my mouth, pretty man. Because my hands are full of laundry packages. Take them from me slowly. Two falls out of three, huh, Fabina? <laughs> you make such welcome jokes, pretty man. But they are jokes, no? Well, if it makes you giggle, it's a joke. Here, let me take your packages. And now the dry cleaning from my mouth. Uh-huh. You always carry it that way, Pepina. Good for the teeth. You like my teeth, pretty man? Yeah, now that you ask, I like them. From Dr. Gonzalez. He sent me quite a dentist. <laughs> no wobble, huh? <laughs> hey, this cleaning, it's for Alice Marco. The stuff I sent out for her. She has no need for it now, Mr. Slate. You know what you just did, King? You just relieved my conscience about tearing it open. Hey, what do you know? A tabard. A second tabard. Good, pretty much. Oh, you don't know how good, honey. People kill each other for these things. Sailor was looking for me, huh, King? Yes, but I do not know where. The finding of her will be... Child's play. All I do is go to the Palace of Jollies, a dance hall. It's the last place she looks for me because she hates to admit I ever go there. Child's play, huh? I know child's play, pretty man. Yeah, yeah. Bring the laundry around again, Pepina, and we'll rehearse it, huh? (laughs) 
One more place, Jeffrey. I've been saving it. If he's there, I'll break his arm. And he's always there. I don't understand. We look all over Havana for Shannon, and all the while you know he's in this place you speak of. I understood it myself. It would frighten me, too. That's the place. Gaudy, isn't it? I'm afraid I don't... You can weave hats, Jeffrey. Don't try for anything else. Wait here. I'll get him. Just permit me your arm, Senor Shannon, and I will lead you to the police station quietly. Late. How nice for me. You've been arrested again. Now, what took you so long, sailor? I've been waiting an hour. You complaining? You dance the mambo, you get arrested. You take your dance lessons too seriously. People get arrested who do that. And for murder. She couldn't take it, huh? Slate finally killed his dancing teacher. Ramos, the hotel clerk, stabbed with a knife upon which was found the fingerprints of Shannon. We are called to a hotel. There is the body of a man, Ramos. A knife is in him. Now, uh, you make a dull this out. Maybe I can find someplace more interesting. Don't wait up for me. Hey, hey. You are insane, Shannon. I will shoot. I will shoot to kill. Oh, who can hit a moving target? LaSalle, you're a doll boy. Hey, Slate, wait for me. Wait for baby. <laughs> Run fast for an old hat weaver, Jeffrey. Because I've been resting for a long time. In an asylum. In a hole in the wall in Nevada. Slate, Jeffrey will kill hard if he sees it. Uh, from what Sailor told me on the way here, I don't blame you, Jeffrey, but I I can't let you. Now, what about it, Jeffrey? Before we go in to talk to Hart. So many years. So many years I've waited for this. You have a gun, Jeffrey? No. Search him, Slate. Yeah, I'd better. Come on, Jeffrey. We're not playing. Don't try to take it away. I'd kill you, too. Now, what'll it get you, Jeffrey? Come on, give me the gun. The police will take care of him. This moment has been the reason for my living. And when it's over, I don't care what happens to me. Knock on the door, Shannon. This gun says knock. Better do it, Slate. Hart, watch it, Shannon. What are you doing? <laughs> You're a madman. Jeffrey, you're mad. It was too quick. The gun took him too quick. Too quick. Sailor, pick up that gun. He didn't even know who I was. He didn't even see me. All he did was die. For my wife, for my daughter. There was no joy in it. I killed a stranger. He didn't even know me. What are we going to do with him, Slade? Give him to LaSalle. You do it. I'm going home. All right, sailor. Wait for me. give you for the tablets. Picture postcard of the bronze statue of General Gomez y Parade y Sebastian, the brave conqueror of Lake Hermosa. Look what it says on the other side of the card. Well, go ahead, read it. All right. General Gomez y Parade y Sebastian will be remembered for his brave exploits against the elusive bandits of Lake Hermosa. Since his illustrious charge, all wildlife in the region has been extinct. That's nice. But what about the tablets? Oh, Jeffrey wove them in occupational therapy while he was in the sanitarium. They're phonies, sailor. That's life, I guess. I can wear them for a Mother Hubbard. Two changes. What do I get out of it? I get the tabard. You get this. This. And this. Worth it? Get my loom, sailor. There'll be a weaving of the tabard tonight. <laughs> So, our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, have brought to a close our latest Bold Venture story. Special music was composed and conducted by David Rose. May we invite you to listen again next week at this time for another exciting adventure starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall together in Bold Venture.
intrigue, mystery, romance, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Together in the sultry setting of tropical Havana and the mysterious islands of the Caribbean. Bold Venture. Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue. Ah, rock me gently, sailor. Easy. Easy. Ah, you're getting the knack, kid. What is it about you, Slate? You can get girls to push your hammock. I got rosy cheeks. What are you sore about? We flipped for it, didn't we? I won. You lost. That's life in Havana. Keep pushing. I had to have a bright idea. Why don't we put up a hammock on the patio, I said. That way the hotel guests can enjoy their siestas in comfort, I said. I keep talking to myself like that, and what do I get? 175 pounds of... Mr. Shannon? That's him. One on his back. Uh, you won't remember me, Mr. Shannon. I wouldn't expect you to. It's been many years. I Sure. Sure I remember. Brewer. John Brewer, isn't it? Hiya, Mr. Brewer. Thank you. you. You're remembering me so quickly. That, that'll make it easier. So much easier. I used to charter my boat for fishing trips. We had good days together. I don't forget days like we had. I remember once we... Is it okay if I stop rocking you, baby boy, while you reminisce over fish? Yeah. Yeah, you can stop, sailor. I've had it. Hey, you want to charter my boat again, Mr. Brewer? Yes, but not for that. I haven't the money for that anymore. Things are different. It's on your mind. My son, he'll be at the Puente docks tonight. About one, I think. They, they said about one. I want you to pick him up, bring him to me. Sure, we can do that, can't we, sailor? Perhaps you won't be so eager when you know my son had escaped from prison, from Guantanamo prison. My son was in prison for murdering a man, you know. Oh. Huh. Well, I'll be frank with you, Mr. Brewer. The boat's not for hire to escape murderers. It's a quirk I have. Why, he'll kill. Paul will kill again. That, that's why he's escaped. To kill the man who double-crossed him. Oh, all I ask is you bring him to me first so I can prevent another killing. So I can turn him into the police. The barrio where I live now. The streets, the alleys. The whispers scream how Paul has escaped. How he's coming to... Look, Mr. Shannon, I... I beg of... Don't let him do that, Slate. <laughs> All right, Mr. Brewer. For the good days we had together. Would you give him back to the police, huh? I, I swear it, I swear it. Thank you, thank you. Sailor, get him off me. Will you open up? Go away. Ah, oh, Bud, this is the first time you've come around to see me in the middle of the afternoon. Come on in. Why didn't you just say it was Bart instead of beating on the door? What's the matter, honey? You'll kill me. Sit down, Bart. No, right here. Yeah. Dada? Talk now, or talk later? I said he'd kill me. What are you trying to say, honey? Oh, look at you. Paul Brewer's out. What? Paul Brewer broke jail. No use running, honey. Paul will get you. Hey, look. I got a night's end, Millie. I figured you would. You don't have the nerve to walk up to Paul with a gun, do you? Just an idea, huh? I only ask, because look what's happening to your last idea, boy. So Paul gets blamed for the murder I did. Got convicted for it. Maybe you'd have waltzed down a courtroom island and said, Wait a minute, Judge, you're doing wrong. Maybe you'd have done that, huh? Yeah, not me, not Bart Trainer. Not Millie, either. 
What are you going to do? All right, listen. Paul's old man went to see Slate Shannon today. I got the word. Well, guy like Shannon, you know it's going to happen. You figure it. You think Shannon will get to Paul? Oh, uh, sure he will. Look, baby, I got an idea. You get Shannon to bring Paul to me. Over Shannon, anything. If I knew someone was going to bring him to me, well, <laughs> I'd be ready for him. After which you'd give it to Paul in the back, huh? And give dead Paul to the cop. You know why I love you, Bart? Because you got character. You gonna help me? Relax, honey. Just relax. There's a saying, Slate. Goes like this. Mother used to tell it to me. Honey, Mother said, stick your neck out and you'll get a fat rope around it, honey. She always called me honey. Hey, you want to give it up, sailor? Want to go back home? What's home? Moonlit patio? You whispering things in my ear? Me ironing you a clean shirt for tomorrow? <laughs> Why do dull things like that when for the same price we can get killed? What's with this getting killed? All we have to do is pick up our boat, collect an escaped murderer, leave him on his daddy's doorstep. Shannon, over here. Come to me, Shannon. Huh? I hear it along to the boat. Uh-uh. I got a feeling you'll need a bodyguard. Come on, Shannon boy. Anything you say. You're calling for help. That's why you want me, isn't it, lady? You want help? You mean all the other girls in the shop, huh, honey? But I got there first. As you see, it's uh, me that bakes his apple pies now. You're lucky. You're lucky you got someone to do things for, girlie. Me? Millie? Well, I got his word my man broke out tonight. And I haven't done nothing for him in five years. I could break a girl in two. That'll be Paul Brewer, huh? Now you can tell me, Millie. Cool. My cool. The word among friends is that you're bringing my Paul home to his papa. To him, not to me. You tell him I'm waiting. Against a pipe. He'll drag you. Honestly, Will. After that, he can go do what he has to do. You'll wait here, huh? Just so long. Then I took the cops on you, Shannon. The girls tell me it's 20 years for aiding and abetting an escaped convict. You sure know a lot of smart girls, Millie. Now you just stand here waiting just the way you are, against the piling. Yeah, that's it. Ain't it a picture to break your heart, sailor? I wipe a tear. Paul to me. Or you build roads for the county. You reached this, Millie. We'll mention the name to Paul. And don't you leave this place, you hear? Let's go, sailor. Higher up, sailor. Skipper, honey. What do we do now? We wait. What do you feel like doing? Well, pretty big moon tonight. You had a jackknife. We could play mumbly peg by moonlight. That's something to do. Matter of fact, we could. Paul. Now wait here, sailor. Paul. Paul Brewer. Hey, wait a minute. Get away from here. Well, if it's got to be, it's got to be. Cut it out. Now, don't be a bird brain, Paul. You don't know what you're doing. You Paul Brewer? Cut it out. Done it. Are you Paul Brewer? Who told you to look for him? His father. Are you Paul? Shouldn't have told you to come here. I asked you a question, kid. Yes. Yes, I'm Paul Brewer. Come on. Where? To your father. He wants to talk to you. Come on. All right. Why'd you break out, kid? Cops probably got orders to shoot on sight. All right, let him. Little boy, huh? Hey, sailor. Is that him? Yeah. Take the bold venture back. I'm taking a wandering boy home. Senorita Duval, please to lift your frame from the hammock, senorita. What's the matter, officer? Was I going too fast? 
Fifty, senorita. In the name of the law. Oh, fine. I finally get Slate out of it, now you want it. What is it with you men, LaSalle? You've got dark spots about girls and hammocks? Personally, and with me, it is a sight I would miss my bus for. However, I only wish you to tell me where is Slate Shannon, so I can embrace his wrist with handcuffs. Oh, must be a lot of fellows you can do that to, LaSalle, Why elect Slate? Besides, he's not very attractive with handcuffs. Thwarts his conversation. We of the police would find him very attractive, so... You will tell him that, senorita, when he comes back to you for a hideout. Oh, why would he do that? Slate's been a good boy. Hasn't tripped an old lady in days. But he has aided a notorious criminal to escape. Paul Brewer. Of this, a stool pigeon flapped her wings on the phone. Bring him to me, senorita. Or perhaps we bring him to you. So you can buy for him a funeral corsage. Like that, huh? Just so, senorita. Tell him. Tell him he is wanted by the police. Badly. Adios. Still the same crummy place. And I spent a young lifetime promising myself to get my father out of four flights up in a burial. I got a philosophy that goes with that. Stay out of jail. It's easier to make money that way. That way you don't have to live forever in a slum. Oh, good old you. You ever been in jail? You ever known a drifter who wasn't? Hello, Mr. Brewer. Here's the boy. What? <laughs> hey, what is this? Yes, what? Aren't you, Paul? I said a fib. Mr. Shannon. I'm sorry. I really am. Now, look. Look, Mr. Brewer, you'd better get inside. Something's happened here. I want to find out what. Go ahead. I'll talk to you later. What about it, Buster? Me? You. Paul broke jail today. My friend Paul did that. I was supposed to pick him up, and you came instead. I don't know who you are, mister. I thought you were a cop, but now I know you're on the level when you brought me here. Where's Paul? Well, he won't find me waiting for him. So he probably went to a place. What place? Look, I can't monkey with you no more. Out of the way. You're a real brave kid. Yeah, that's me. That's really me. How about that guy thinking I was Paul? Paul? Huh? Your name must be Paul. Don't move. I've got a gun pointed at you. Oh, hey, now, wait a minute. You're tired of Shannon's company, Paul? That's why you pushed him down the stairs? Oh, look here. I blew him a kiss when I passed him, but he didn't pay any attention. Now, you... You're crazy. Oh! So I just passed him and went along with my business. Goodbye, Paul. Bogart and Lauren Bacall, and the second act of our story. Oh, Havana, the place of possibility. They give you the city, don't bother with the key. Go ask any native, they'll recommend. Shannon's place, you're... Current chatter in Shannon's lobby, where the guests all gather to make hobnobby. Concerns a boy who fled from jail, but who can blame him? He had no bail. I blame him, King. Paul Brewer killed a man. It says, Lady Sailor. What are you talking about? It says Paul Brewer killed a man. Well, didn't he? It says. Come off it, King. What are you trying to tell me? It is whispered in the barrio that he did not. And what? And this is true. Whatever is happening to Mr. Slade right now... Who said anything was happening to him? Why are you looking at your watch every minute, on the minute? In case the main... I've got a year's guarantee on this watch, and uh, the year's almost up. You worried about Mr. Slade? Play your guitar, King. Yes, Miss Taylor. 
trying to do just that. Yeah, grab an arm. Okay. Thanks. You were lying there for what reason, mister? You betting you'll get an answer because you're holding a gun? Bingo. Well, I got heaved down those steps. You're Paul Brewer, aren't you? Not the... Say your last one. The mouth talk for when you meet a real cop. Me, it don't impress. All right, no cop. Then who are you? Slate Shannon. Guy your father hired to meet you at Wendy Docks. Guy who was supposed to bring you to your father. That could be, too. Let's find out, huh? Upstairs. Somebody else was there. I thought he was you. Your father said he wasn't, which so delighted this somebody, he heaved yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Come on, move. This is your good day for finding people on stairways, Paul. Turn them over. Go ahead. Well, you know him? Yeah. You? I just told you about him. You didn't shoot him, huh? I met him at Puente Docks. I told you I brought him here because... Yeah, you said that. Take off, Shannon. Get out of here. Sure. The cops are going to find you, Paul. After a while, they will. After a while, I want them to. Things have got to be done first. Killing? I said, get out, Shannon. I don't want to start with you. <laughs> You're no good to me, Millie. I'll tell you why you're no good to me. You killed the wrong man. At least Paul Brewer loose to kill me. Maybe that's how you wanted it, huh? Maybe that's why you didn't take a good look before you got kill happy. I'll explain it to you because you got stale soda pop where blood ought to be. The guy was with Shannon. For me, that made him Paul. Because you asked me once for help when things were better between us, I killed what I thought was Paul. So I made a mistake. Yeah. So go hide under a bed, honey. Oh, how do I get through to you? Brewer's out to kill me. Oh, look, Millie. You've got to find him. Kill him. You can pin it on Shannon. Oh, come on for me, Millie. For the many days I've been good to you. Take your hands off me, scum, honey. Take them off. Millie. Millie. Millie, you'll kill me. Couldn't happen to a man with more character. I'll watch the papers, Bart. I'll need to know when to buy a black dress. Bart? Yeah. Bart, what do you think you're going to do, honey? It won't take long, Millie. Not long. someplace? Why the hat? They tell me it's the thing you need when you're on the lam. You know, drafty hideouts. Scurrying down cold, dark alleys. Hiding in the river while the cops search for you. The lady's hat will come in handy. Hey, what are you talking about? You're a fugitive, ain't you, gorilla? I'm your ma, ain't I? Where a gorilla goes, his ma goes with. The etiquette. <laughs> What's the matter? You don't like the hat? <laughs> Take it off, sailor. You don't need it where we're going. You've got a warm hideout. How fugitive? Yeah, LaSalle's office. And the lumps you got went to your head, didn't they, kid? LaSalle wants you for accessory to an escape. Also, the murder of a man in the barrio. Well, if he wants me that bad, let's let him have me, huh? Slate, you don't have to give yourself up. I'll go wherever you want. I... LaSalle first. Then we go where I want. Huh, baby? <laughs> wise to give yourself up to me, Senor Shannon. You think so, LaSalle? I don't think so. In 20 years, Slate won't think so either. <laughs> 20 years, if he lives that long. You still think I murdered that man in the barrio, LaSalle? The man was dead when I found him. I didn't do it. Let us concede the point. Which leaves the matter of aiding and abetting the escape of Paul Brewer from Guantanamo prison. For this, we are very furious, we of the Brotherhood of the Police. Oh, so I made a mistake. Brewer's out to kill a man. Maybe I could stop that. Give Brewer back to you. What would that buy me? A pat on your dimpled cheek and a turning of the back. Perhaps, if I feel whimsical again. Who does Brewer want to kill? You ought to know. That's your style in the Brotherhood, isn't it? To know who wants who dead. See, we amuse ourselves with it. I've been studying the file on Brewer. In court, he screamed it was a man but trainer who had killed. And not Brewer. That it was a upframe. Trainer? Got an address on him? The Las Flores Apartment Hotel was the last place he... Now, let's go, sailor. Let's go talk to a man about an upframe. 
to come inside. What do you want to do, sailor? You've had me out long enough today. Let's go inside. Then after you. Hey, what is this? You. Close the door, sailor. Thanks. Slate, why'd you hit the man? Yeah. Why'd you hit me? Hey, you were impolite to sailor. What's a fist in the stomach to a bullet? I always say. What do you people want? What are you talking about? A bullet in the stomach. Rumor has it that's what Paul Brewer is going to give you. Brewer sent you, huh? You brew his muscle? You... Hey! Hey, where you going? Does it bother you? Hey, don't go in there! Bothers you, huh? Well, I don't blame you for being bothered, Bart. Oh, look, she was here when I got home. I don't even know who she is. I found her like that. I know who she is. A girl named Millie. She told me she wanted Paul. Who'd she want him for? You? That girl on the dock, Slate? Yeah. Dead. Yeah, she's dead, isn't she, Bart? Strangled. Oh, look. Why don't you... Strangled. Oh, look. Why don't you forget it? I'd get rid of her. Nobody even see me. Go back to Paul. Tell him you couldn't find me. Go ahead. Go ahead. You name it. You'll see. I can pay you. You haven't got that kind of dough, Bart. Yeah? Try me. Try. Why don't you just try? You can name anything you want. Mind if I come in? Come on in, Paul. Everybody's expecting you. You look good, Bart. Haven't seen you in a long time. Uh, how you feeling, Paul? Good, good. I'm glad. Uh, why don't you sit down? Uh, I'll get you something. Uh-uh. Paul, you ought to give yourself up to the police. Don't rush me. Don't rush me. Just want to talk over old times with Bart. You want to talk over old times, Bart? Sure, sure, kid. There was once a day when you killed a man, Bart, and I went to jail for it. Let's talk about that. I'll come back to the cops with me, Paul. You can clear yourself. Take Bart with us. He'll help us. Sure. And Bart will explain about killing Millie. Won't you, Bart? Sure. Sure I will. Let me out of here. Let me go. And don't tell me I didn't have to do it, Shannon. Guy's got to answer that question for himself. Only maybe you'll die for it, Paul. Yeah, maybe I will. Shannon? Let me have that gun. You'll explain to the old man, won't you? The best way I know how. Here's a gun. Let's go to the cops, huh? sunburn. Stop leaning over me. You make a shadow. Want to go in for a dip? Dip? In the ocean? You out of your mind? Dip is for tourists. Tired, huh? You tired, Faith? I'm talking to you. You're making a shadow. Okay. I'm going for a walk. Hey, come back here. What do you want? Come here. All right. I'm making a shadow. You like it? You won't get any sun in your face like this. You don't care, huh? Ouch! What's the matter? Take off your sunglasses, sailor. Now, come here. And so, our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, have brought to a close our latest Bold Venture story. Special music was composed and conducted by David Rose. May we invite you to listen again next week at this time for another exciting adventure starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall together in Bold Venture.
Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. That's pretty much all you'd need to know about this show. After all, who wouldn't want to listen to a show starring Bogart and Bacall? The setting of the show was Havana, Cuba, before Castro and the Revolution. The format of the show was a half-hour drama adventure. Bogart played Slate Shannon, the owner of a rundown hotel in Havana, and captain of the ship The Bold Venture. Bacall played a younger character named Sailor. Sailor's father died, leaving Sailor in the care of Captain Shannon. Many of the adventures featured the couple using their ship to travel around Cuba or the Caribbean, having adventures with gangsters, natives, drifters, treasure hunters, among others. Another regular character was King Moses, a singer in the hotel who provided music and lyrics that fit in with the storyline. The show relied a little too heavily on the star-named attractions. The stories and the rest of the, of the production were not that great. But still, you can't go wrong with Bogart and Bacall. The show aired from 1951 to 1952. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.